Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast again today, and I've got my uh, friend, uh, Pastor John Welch, with me today from Dwelling Place in Lake Charles, Louisiana. So if you're ever down in South Louisiana, he'll take you out to eat. So go by and Come see him. Come on by and see he'll, Absolutely. He'll take you to get some gumbo or etouffee or something we got while some you're down there. there. Yeah. Well, you have you, you you didn't. It wasn't hard for you to adjust to to good gumbo. I oh no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I'm, I'm even learned to cook. A gumbo. My oh. wife tells me. My wife tells me it's pretty good. So well, yeah. I, I, I'll have to be the judge. Well, of that. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll cook you some and, and I'll let you let you tell me. What I you used think. to go to Lake Charles years ago, and my favorite was catfish cubion. Cubion. Oh Ooh. yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. All right. We yes. better get to yeah, business. Yeah, we're going to get distracted. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to get to business here. Hey, uh, we've been talking about being a doer of what you preach, and um, you know, I know everybody thinks they are. But I got to tell you something. I I don't see it because sometimes, listen. If you ever get that twinge in you while you're preaching something, mm. and you know, you know what I'm preaching this, and this is really good, but mm. then you better back up and change that in your life, yeah, and and make that be a part of your life. And um, the great thing about that is, and and I'm gonna just tell you from an age perspective because I've been doing this for a long time. And I used to never say that, but I, I felt I feel more comfortable saying I've been doing it for a long time now. But um, it it will literally um, after you do it for a while, it will give you a boldness and a strength yeah. in your life that you can't have otherwise. Yeah. And and I think that's part of it. Paul said, "Be doers of the word." And I'm going to add this: preach and not preachers only. Listen to what it says: deceiving yourselves. Okay. Deceiving yourselves. Now, that's where we get into trouble is because you become self-deceived, and all of a sudden you think, you know what? Um, hey, they're motivated. They want to do something mm-hmm. for God. I can say this, and they're going to do they'll it. Do it yeah. yeah, but are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just give you some examples from my own personal life. Um you know, when we we built we built buildings ever since we've been building ever since we've been here. I think we're in the longest period now of not building something, although we did remodel. So we that, did. I guess yeah. that counts. But um, um, any time that we're involved in something where there's giving, I tell my people I'm involved, mm-hmm. and even sometimes I'll tell them what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, a couple of years ago, I asked people to. Uh, to give to missions and make a make a point to give over and above to missions, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and I told them the Lord told me to double what I was already doing, and I was already doing a lot. I thought for missions, and the Lord spoke to me to double it. Right, and so I I was not ashamed to tell them, listen. This is what the Lord told me to do. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just telling you I'm in this with you. Right. Uh, because I want to be a doer, and I want my people to know I am. And I can tell you this, eventually they will know whether you are a doer or not. That's right. It'll yeah. come out, and and you've got to be very careful about that because um, uh, you, you can find out. Uh, uh, they can find out about you and about what you're doing. This is what I want to talk about just um a little bit today, and I'm going to just mention this. Um, Paul said this in Acts chapter 23 and verse one. He was talking to the um, uh, to the uh, council, um, 
and the high priest, and he made this statement in, in Acts chapter 23, verse 1. He said, Paul looked earnestly at the council and said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until mm. this day. Mm. In other words, I have done what I've said until this day. Now, you know, I mean, I wish I could say that because I hadn't always, mm-hmm. but I get better as the years go by. But but uh, he also said this in Acts, the next chapter, Acts 24, he said, he said, I myself always strive to have a good conscience without offense toward God and men. That's pretty strong. That's good. And the reason Paul did that was because he did what he preached. That's right. Uh, in First Thessalonians chapter 2, Oh, I can't read all of this today, but um, um, he talked about how he was treated and the conflict that he lived in. And, and the, the point of the whole thing was that he said, but I, in the middle of all that, I did, I did it right. It says in verse 4, but as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak. God's entrusted us, we speak. Not as pleasing men, but God who tests the hearts. Now listen to this. For neither at any time did we use flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak for covetousness. God is our witness. Nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from any others. We might have, he said, we could have demanded things as apostles, but we didn't do it. So Paul was very strong about the fact that that he was going to do this the right way and that he was going to walk worthy of the Lord mm-hmm. unto all pleasing. And how do you do that? You do it by doing what you preach. That's right. And and uh, hopefully that's I'm talking to people who preach the word, you right, know, because some right. people they don't preach the word and they can they can preach, well you do whatever you want to do, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And um so you've got to be so careful about this. Um and I think one of the main areas, John, is this. It's called the love walk. It's good. You can't preach love and not walk in love. That's right. This is good. I'm just telling you, you, you can't do it. You've got to make up your mind that you're going to live the way you preach. Yeah. I believe that our righteousness uh, and our righteous reward is based on how we live on what we've heard. Yeah. I really do, uh, and I don't think, hey, you know, there's there's a lot to that, and I don't have time to go into it today, but I do believe this. I believe if you walk in love, and I had to learn to walk in love. It doesn't come naturally. It doesn't come naturally, John. It doesn't come naturally. I had to learn to do it, and, and I'm still learning, but I am a whole lot better now than I used to be. Um, and you, if you're not careful— you can you can preach on love and then be deceived mm-hmm. and think, well, I preached it. I'm supposed to do that. No, you're supposed to walk in love. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that I'll be tested on that now that I have said that. Too, but <laughs> well, you know, Pastor, I was just thinking about um, you know when you're leading and you're you have a staff. Typically, your staff outside of your family, your staff is the closest to you. Exactly. And so there's a principle that says this that. What you do gives your staff permission, not yeah. just what you say. That's good. What you do exactly. gives your staff permission. Yeah, that's very good. And and so I think it's important to realize that as leaders, and, and, and you have people around you because that's what we do, right? We it's help what lead we do. people. Yeah. 
Um, this is so, so important because what happens is is that your your team or your staff will begin to reproduce what they see in you. Yeah. And so if they it, see... Actually, almost unconsciously, it, they'll it, do that. Exactly. Yep. It, it, it's, not, it's not something... Yeah, it's not yep. something they consciously do. It's just that they see that leader, they see you, and, and they will begin to repeat some of the same That's things. That's exactly right. And, and so that works. That can work for you as a leader, but it can also work against yeah. you. And and so then your team and begins to reproduce that, and it just mm-hmm. it just goes outward. Yeah, from uh, into the church yeah. or into the organization that you're exactly that you're right. that you're leading. Yeah. So, uh, so it it, it, it is. <clears throat> I hope everybody's getting this because yeah. I can see. Uh, it just affects. So if if they if if my team if my staff sees me walking in love, when when you know a church member throws a dart, so to speak, sure, and and they see me respond and, and walk in love yes. and handle that situation appropriately, right? That's a good lesson for them. That's but right. also, it gives them permission and understanding yeah. to do the same. Well, thing. I like that. I like that phrase. It gives other when you're doing the word. It gives other people other people permission. It's correct. Yeah, they realize, hey, this is the right way. This is the way I ought to do it. Right. Right, because it's not. It, you can say it this way: it's also empowerment. It is. That's a good word too. It, it's yep. empowerment, and empowerment's not just giving somebody information. Yeah, empowerment's giving somebody information with it, with authority, yes. with permission. Yeah, and so anyway, I thought I would just throw no, that in there. The, the love wall. That's very good, uh, and I think I think if if uh, as a leader you're not doing that around the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, then you're gonna you're gonna struggle with keeping people um, on task right. in the right direction because they're gonna go the same direction as you. And I've seen that happen. Listen, I, I I travel all over, really all over the world, and preach in all kinds of different churches. Yeah, and it is very interesting to watch staff. Yes, um, how they deal with other people, how they honor or dishonor other people. Yeah. And they're getting that from their leader. That's right. Because their leader may be saying one thing. That's right. But talking, they're doing something another, and they're going to pick that up. So it's actually an empowerment for good or bad. That's right. It'll, it'll, it'll work both sides way, of the coin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Well, um, I, 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 don't like, I don't like to get out the whip. Yeah. You know, but, you know, and sometimes you have to be pretty straightforward. But but if you if you do it in love and know that there's a purpose and there's a motive involved, then that that's that's going to produce right action. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good. Wow. Well, listen, uh, we're so glad you were with us today. I hope you got something out of this. I I'm believing you did. I hope I'm not wasting my time. No, this is good. And my stuff. breath. I don't think so because I uh, people talk to me about it all the time. But but I am so happy that you were able to um, hook up with us today and and be uh, blessed by this. But it's not going to do you any good if you don't do it. That's right. That it's is not so you know right. it's not going to do any good. You got to examine yourself, and uh, that's that's where you have to live your life. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. Look forward to our next time together. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.